This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Let's begin the Sour Z News with Aaron Rodgers this morning. Yeah, he says he never called Jimmy Kimmel a pedophile, and technically, he's right. Uh, remember, Rodgers had said that Kimmel was one of several people hoping that a Jeffrey Epstein list wouldn't come out. That led to a lot of people to believe he was implying Kimmel would be on it, which is a fair assumption to make, I think. But yesterday... Pat McAfee show, he gave a side of the story. He noted that back in the COVID days, Kimmel mocked him for saying stuff that turned out to be true. He also mocked Aaron for claiming some kind of Epstein client list even existed. So, Aaron claims, the reason Jimmy would hope there is no Epstein list is because that would mean he'd be proven wrong twice by a, quote, soft-brained junior college wacko, Mm. which is what Jimmy called him. He added that he does not think Jimmy is a pedophile and, quote, I wish him the best. I don't give a bleep what he says about me. One thing Aaron did not do was apologize for what he said. Wow, those two. I know, honestly. Is it over yet? Yeah, seriously. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know what, I don't know, what Jimmy could fire back. I'm glad that Jimmy is not on the list. I really am. I don't think uh, he's the P word. It's impressive that a man who went to. He said P word. I uh-huh. guess he was referring to uh, pedophile. Yeah. Pedophile. It's impressive that a man who went to uh, Arizona State and has 10 joke writers can read off a prompter. So, you know, my education at JUCO and my three semesters at Cal that I'm very proud of has worked out for me. And I'm glad to see it's worked out for him as well. So I wish him the best. Again, I don't give a what he says about me. But as long as he understands what I actually said, that I'm not accusing him of being on a list, then I'm all for moving forward. Okay, so can we then? (laughs) May we move forward? Yes, please. Yes. Okay. No, Selena Gomez was not gossiping about Timothy Chalamet or his girlfriend Kylie Jenner at the Golden Globes. She commented on an E! News post about the viral moment with Taylor Swift and Keely Sperry, Miles Teller's wife. Selena said, no! I told Taylor about two of my friends who hooked up. People. (laughs) Not that that's anyone's business. It did look like Taylor was a little bit shocked by the news. You know Mm -hmm. how she's always like overdramatic about everything. She was like. (gasps) Right. And maybe that guy's name was Timothy. Maybe she was talking about Timothy and somebody else hooking up. Uh, (laughs) Timothy also commented on the situation when he was approached by TMZ. He said he and Selena are cool, and there is is no beef between Selena 
and Kylie. Now that we've got that all straightened out, mm-hmm. thank I'm, God. I promise you there's no beef. I told him, honey. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I thought the him, same thing, Jeff. She was like, Timothy. You, you need tell to, Yes, you go and tell them that you didn't even have anything to do with that picture. Okay. You, I mean, you, you back tell them. me up. You love me. You will back me up. I am uh-huh. friends with Selena, okay? Right. Put it uh, put it out there. I don't Play want them back. thinking that I'm some, I mean, it's beside the point, but you know. <laughs> but you know what's fun? Who is, do you love? This is going to come back up when they do the Kardashian, like, well, Kylie went to the Golden Globes last night, and it's trending that she was, like, making fun of Selena. That's going to come back up like a year in from six now. months right. when they release the footage of what's going on. And the sisters will be, oh, she totally did. Yeah. Well, you know, that one time Selena was not very nice about you, Kylie. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, I did see, though, at the end of last year, you know how they put out like those pulp pop culture, like how fatigued are you with these people, blah, 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 blah. And the Kardashians were, like, off the charts when it came to people being fatigued by them, their product. They always are, though, aren't they? But like, that's I don't think new. they're trending quite as hard as they used to or, like, have... Taylor took some of that heat off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like people are... I feel like we've got other people to watch and see now, so people are kind of being like, nah, you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the Kardashians are like, okay, enough of Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. They're Why probably is Taylor thinking, everywhere all the time? They're sitting at their boardroom table. Yes. Uh, Chris is at the end, and she, she is there with the strategy, strategy team, and they're trying to figure out how to weave their web through something that Taylor is weaving yes. through. Oh, to sure. connect that the makes two sense. so they can piggyback on the ride. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. What they need to do is go to a Taylor Swift show. Like, Kylie, I think, did go to a Taylor Swift show. But, like, if you remember... When Mariah Carey did her Hollywood Bowl holiday concert, they all went and there was like this big photo op and they were sharing all these pictures with Mariah Carey. They need to do that, but with Taylor Swift. Who is Travis Kelsey's single best friend? Yes. Because one of them girls is going to yes, start scratching exactly and sniffing right. around. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Or one of them will, if he and Taylor, heaven forbid, should break up, inslides Kim. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to talk about the new dating show for thruples, among other things, as your e-news continues. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art the 34 year old politician just became france's youngest prime minister in modern history 34 that means the first world leader to celebrate his election with a tiktok dance we're currently in the middle of what they're calling a triple-demic, which sounds like the new burger at Jack in the Box. The health officials say we need to act now to get vaccinated before it becomes a triple-demic with cheese. So please, this could supersize. The triple-demic is the flu, COVID, and RSV all teaming up, like the three amigos of phlegm. 
A man in Portland recently found a working iPhone along the side of a road that is believed to have been on board the Alaskan Airlines plane that had a door plug blow off mid-flight. And honestly, I'm not sure what's scarier, having the door blow off your plane or losing your phone? <laughs> this is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. That's right, you know. So a trailer dropped yesterday for Peacock's Couple to Thruple. This is a new dating show where couples decide whether or not to add a third member to our relationship. How about that? To their relationship. Yeah, I was that was a little slip there. Are no. you? Is this something that no. you and Kristen might be interested oh, in? Oh no! I, you are you kidding? You go on the show and. Well, you know, you've been together for a while. Maybe it's time to spice things up a bit. She's not the sharing kind. Well, maybe then. If you were given the chance at non-monogamy in paradise, what would you do? Four curious couples will be given the unique opportunity to turn that fantasy into a reality. I've never been on a date with three people. It's kind of like our first time dating as a couple. You make a good team. Let's go. We would like to invite... With a bed big enough for three. I'm tapped out. Last night it was just like, wow. I'm exhausted just listening to it. But you know what? Maybe bringing another dude in would be good for you. It would take the pressure off. Oh, another dude. Yeah, you could bring in another dude, and then you don't, you know, have to do so much work. Tim. (laughs) Uh, Let's not kid ourselves. While the show probably touts itself as a social experiment or a journey, uh, we all know it's just an excuse to watch trios of just about every configuration hop into bed together. But it does promise, quote, three times the fun, the feelings, and drama. This reminds me of that show that's on Netflix where they have to decide if they want to get married or not. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. Well, they put, like, so they have people. So, like, say Jeff and I have been dating for two years. I'm ready to get married. He's not ready to get married because he's just not sure he can commit. Right. So what they do is is they pair me up with somebody else. They pair Jeff up with somebody else. Oh, and, to see. And, oh, and, test drive other people. And we live as like a couple for two weeks with whoever this our other person. With someone else. With somebody yeah. else. And then at the end of those two weeks, you go back to your partner that you had been with for two years, years. and say, do I like it better over here or do I like it better over here? How often do they go with the new person? say not super often they have to sometimes or the shows no correct but most of them either end up breaking up like they'll just be like i'm not i I can't commit to you and i can't commit to that person i'm just messed up is usually how it works out but it has kind of a cop out yeah but it has happened where they go with the other person but then they also have gotten married you know, yeah, that's like, happened too. Do they usually end up sleeping with the other person? Yeah, I mean, usually, or they just but that goes over well when I'm the show's sure. over. But, that, but that's what happens is is like we were on a TV show, we were yeah. on a break. Well, and then they go back, and that's always a part of the conversation where they're like, "Did you? Did you? Did you hook up with her?" And and you know, it's happened before where like the woman is mad or like the guy is mad, and it just gets one really does and ugly. the other doesn't, and yeah. And then the other part that's usually really entertaining about that is when they put together two people that are completely not compatible and they have to live together for two weeks and they're just complete a-holes to each other. That gets really dicey, too, sometimes. We just had we recently had a second date update where she found out the guy was in a thruple. And when she confronted him on the air about it, he said, if I recall... 
He tried it, didn't like it. Yeah, he tried it. He didn't like it. It wasn't even his idea. It was her idea. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it ultimately ended up being too much drama for him, and that's not what he wanted. Correct. Moving forward. And then. But then she ultimately found out that the guy's like a major player. Yeah. He swings. And And that is exactly what the lifestyle is that he was looking looking for. for, Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. Couple of Thrupple hits the Peacock on February 8th. All right. Well, Kelsey Grammer isn't really leaning on either Cheers or the original Frasier for the new revival, but there is a major character he wants to bring back, Diane. Oh, that's right, because they had a... They were engaged or something. He would... Weren't they exes? Yeah, was was Frasier before Sam? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, she dated him before Sam? Yeah, that's going way back to the beginning of Cheers. Where did Lilith come in there? Was she after? Yeah, after Diane. Oh, yeah. So he was on the Kelly Clarkson show, and he said he'd like to bring Shelly Long back to, quote, put something to bed and end up with a nice thing between them. Shelly appeared as Diane on three episodes of the original Frasier, although the two of them them were in dream sequences. Mm. Revival just finished its first season with two former cast members making guest appearances. B.B. Newirth is Lilith, and Perry Gilpin is Roz. Yeah, those were fun. Yeah, because you're watching it, and you like it. Yeah, right? I think I think, think the first good. season's already over. Right? We haven't it seen any finished. new episodes pop up in a long time. We've gotten very reliant on the Up Next feature Oh yeah, that Apple TV has. You can easily lose track of where you are. Yeah, so it kind of reminds you, hey, uh, in your list of shows, uh-huh. you have a new episode. Right. Ah. I like that feature. Yep. But you'll learn about that as you as get I to keep... know your Apple TV. Yeah. Well, I still am. I'm in the morning show. I've gone now to season two. Good. Yeah. And yeah. It's getting really good. But it works well with other apps. Like if you watch your Prime video through the Apple TV or other streaming apps through your Apple TV, mm-hmm. that, that Up Next feature works with them too. Oh. So it's constantly stuff. telling me other stuff I should be watching. Yeah, like last night we had a new episode of Hollywood Houselift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's on free V. Oh, but yeah. But the Apple TV told me. Told you about it. Hey, you got some TV to watch tonight, brother. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jeff, nestle in. Yep. So that's what we did. Yeah, it's been DoorDash week all week long because uh, this is hell week at with the reno that we're doing. Mm-hmm. So you don't have a kitchen. Well, they're mudding have... all the wa- right. We don't have a washer dryer. Yeah. And so there's um, no cooking in the house. So it's a lot of a lot of DoorDash. Mm-hmm. What have you been having that you've been enjoying? Uh, last night we had pizza from Pies and Pints. Uh, night mm. before that we had Maggiano's. Night before that we had uh, Asian from E and O. Good stuff. All yeah. good choices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You're doing well. Yeah. So we'll see. I'll let you know what we have to I know you're on the edge of your seat. Okay. I think that's all I've got right now. All right. We'll leave I'm it there. Looking. Coming up, yeah. your shot at uh, Mean Girls. No, that was nope. last night. Oh, I, was that? Yeah. So. Oh, look, we have, uh, but it says Mean Girls here. I know. That's why I wasn't saying anything. Oh. <laughs> we haven't updated our prize list, yes, apparently. Correct. Okay. So maybe we'll just figure Jeff and Jen prize pack. There Ooh. we go. It'll be a surprise prize. Yes. Let you me see if I have any. Good. I might have a Skyline gift card. Yeah. Oh, you, there you, you go. You can play and win some fantastic stuff, which we'll tell you what it is later. Yeah.
But she'll win something. I yeah. Have, I have one last Skyline gift card. Look at that. In a $25 denomination. It Excellent. hasn't expired, has it? No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No, right. this is relatively new. Okay. So good. you'll get $25 to Skyline. There you go. There you go. Sold. After that, it's up to Scott to bring us some new prizes. <laughs> to update the sheet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll do that coming up next. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tammy. Hi, Jeff. Hi, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm great. How about you? Excellent. Awesome. I got your headlines here. Uh, you guessed correctly. You picked the correct one, and you picked the real one, and, and Jeff's giving you a Skyline gift card. Going to Skyline, Tammy. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. All right. $12. Yeah. $12 to Skyline. Yeah. <laughs> $12. I know. That's it. <laughs> On a $25 gift card. <laughs> All right, so here we go. It is the real one. Neighbors call cops on guy screaming self-help affirmations at himself in mirror. Is it B? Woman at Planet Fitness arrested for destroying elliptical machine in fit of rage. Or C, cops got a call about a stabbing, but the guy was stabbing patio furniture. Um, let's try C. C, it is C. You yeah. are correct. Nice All right, Tammy. Enjoy. Now, the police never want to get a call about a stabbing because 99 times out of 10, it's going to be a pretty bloody scene. Uh, But then there is the other 1% of stabbing calls. Police in North Texas had a call come in about a stabbing early yesterday morning. But when they got to the scene, they found a man slashing tires and stabbing patio furniture. Mm. The guy was apparently outside of a bar with a knife and he was banging on the windows and attacking everything in sight with the knife but fortunately that didn't include any people no humans were hurt the guy was tackled by employees of the bar and they were able to take away the knife they held him down until the cops got there they're checking out the guy to see if he was on something or had some kind of breakdown they also have not said what he might be charged with. Hmm. It is 656. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, coming up on the other side of the break, your chance to win two tickets to the Kelly Clarkson show in New York, the Kelly Clarkson TV show. Mm-hmm. Don't want to mislead you. But we do have another show for you to go to as well. A couple tickets to see the musical Wicked. Fun. Set you up with some spending money. You know, you're going to be walking around the city. Probably going to need a little extra spending money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we'll give you the code word. We give you a different code word 
every hour starting at 7 o'clock. We go all the way to midnight. The more words you enter, the more chances you have to win. So we will give you the 7 o'clock code word coming up after the break with Jeff and Jen at Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Twelve after seven, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Things you should keep in your glove compartment. Always had these things in the glove compartment. Also, workout clothes that give you electric shocks while you exercise. Oh gosh! It is Wednesday, the tenth of January, twenty twenty-four. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is: your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Get to both those stories here in a minute. Uh, first, let's begin with this. It seems like there's an entire wing of science devoted to reminding people to not be disgusting. Wash your hands. Change your sheets. Mm-hmm. Shower regularly. Wash your jeans once a year. Clean up after yourself if you make a giant mess in the Q102 <laughs> studio fridge. Yes. Don't eat plastics. Don't eat junk food. So this is actually strange. Several top dermatologists are now saying that men do not need to change their underwear every day. Just men? This is just for men? Yeah, because women. just for men. This women is from to. top dermatologists. One doctor says in situations with minimal activity... Hello. (laughs) And no sweating. (laughs) Zero sweating. Changing every other day may be acceptable. What do you know? Men's looser fitting underwear styles like boxers may allow for slightly longer wear. Unfortunately, ladies, you don't get the same pass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ladies underwear is typically more tight fitting. Mm -hmm. And because of the way your anatomy is constructed yeah it's probably a good idea to women are more well ladies are more vulnerable to infections if they don't refresh their underwear according to the scientists Mm -hmm. weigh in that said dermatologists still suggest that you change your underwear at least once a day anyway to minimize the risk of infections and maybe even more than once a day if it's hot you're active and you're sweating a lot yeah, I don't even think about it. It's funny, when we travel, I always take at least two pairs of underwear and just a couple extra in case we get stranded somewhere, yeah. just oh, as yeah. a backup. Hmm? Do you put them in your carry-on? Like, we always put a yeah, change. Yeah, a couple. Of, yeah, we always put a change of clothes in our, like, carry-on bag just in case our clothes don't yeah, make just it. never. Yeah. That's the one thing you don't want to be without. Yeah. And you don't want to buy a new pair and not wash them before you wear them. Oh, yeah, you know, especially like for if the you're females. left without. Yeah. Yeah. I always put that in my carry-on in a bathing suit. 
because I always feel like if I lose my bathing suit, that's something women can, like, you can't find the right suit. Yeah. It's very hard to find something. You don't want to have to do that on location somewhere. Also, they're usually 10 times the price. Yeah. Not to mention, like. Oh, my God. You're in St. Armand's Circle where (laughs) they have, (laughs) I swear, like all these places that are just, it's all ladies' leisure wear and resort wear. Right. And ice cream places. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. The the price gouging is ridiculous. And the selection. Like if you went to. It's all old ladies' stuff. Yeah. Like when you guys went to Bermuda, (laughs) could you imagine Kristen like looking for a bathing suit on location in Bermuda? It's oh. probably two hundred dollars. Yeah, at if least she, if she can find the size she likes and the yeah. options, you know. Yeah. We, I mean, we actually saw some pretty nice stuff in Bermuda, but it was like the real high end. You don't want to buy it here. Yeah, kind of stuff. All right. Uh, speaking of clothing, uh, we all struggle with motivation to exercise and be active, even mm-hmm. though we know it's good for us and it makes us feel good after us. Um, so it's interesting that there are people out there who want to make their workouts even more intense. Another new product from the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas. We've been kind of doling these weird products out that uh, they've been touting at the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas, which is going on this week. We told you about the uh, artificial intelligence bidet. Oh, yeah. The AI bidet. Yeah. Among other things. I, I the think see it'd be through fun. TV. To have a remote for the bidet, like if you have house guests <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and they're using your restroom and you could yep. turn that on. <laughs> yeah, one of these and just click. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, this is workout pants that deliver electric shocks while you exercise. And the purpose for this is? Well, it's kind of like the 2024 version of those gadgets that are supposed to give you a six-pack by shocking your abs while you binge-watch Netflix. Gotcha. Uh, But to make the new electrified clothes work, you do have to work out. And this is what I talk about when I talk about Fitopia because I, you know, I I represent Fitopia and Mm -hmm. I work out at Fitopia, which is electrical muscle stimulation. And Mm -hmm. it is through uh, the clothes Mm -hmm. that you wear. They're very tight-fitting. And that was the point that's that's what was explained to me when I first started doing it is that you can't just turn on the electricity and cause your muscles to contract enough where it'll make a difference. You actually have to be doing some of the work, but Mm -hmm. because it's so efficient, you don't have to work as hard. Right. Having said that, you feel like you did. Yeah. Like you walk out of there. Yeah. Pretty rubbery right. after it. Can you it, feel the stimulation while it's happening? Oh, totally. Oh, wow. And that's why they limit the workouts to only Is it twenty minutes. It's it's as uncomfortable as you can tolerate. You do get used to it. Like they turn it on slow, and then you can increase the intensity of the electrical impulses uh-huh. as you work out as you go along. And and you do like as you get into it, you're like, okay, you can turn it up, turn it up, turn it up until it gets to a point where. <laughs> It's like, all right. Yeah. I mean, it was when, remember the time when uh, Tim was simulating labor? Yeah. Yeah. And so your chiropractor came in and he hooked him up to this TENS unit. Uh Uh-huh. And he was trying, did he get it up to 10? Did he get it all the way? I feel like you went up pretty high, high. but I don't know about to 10. It was definitely something. I do remember you being like, Mm -hmm. like it really hurting. Yeah. Well, anyway, this brand of clothing that you can buy, I guess, off the rack, 
that they're promoting or that they're showing off, that they're debuting at the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas is called We Stim. W-E hyphen S-T-I-M. We Stim. And the shocks are apparently so slight you don't even feel them, which makes me skeptical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but they've got a tiny bit of silver stitched in to take the static electricity from your own movement and deliver a microcurrent to your muscle. Zzz. Your muscles. Your they muscles. claim it yes. reduces fatigue by 6%. That's nice. Uh, they also claim it improves workout performance by up to 30%. Again, I'm skeptical. But they say that it helps you recover post-workout. Uh, they're already available online for between 60 and $100. That sounds cheap for having electrical things shocking I, you. Yeah, I don't know if you should be in charge of that on your own, though. No, I would definitely work with <laughs> you know people what I mean? who kind of know like, yeah. what they're yeah. doing. Really, yeah. It's going to be a lot of faker for real headlines. Personnel. Yeah, I mean, they won't even... Like, when you work out at Fitopia, you, there has to be, like, a 48-hour separation between workouts. So the workouts are only 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then you, you got to wait at least a day. I think it has to be, like, a 48-hour mm-hmm. period in between workouts. So, you know, ideally, like, you would do it two to three times a week with, say, two-day separations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you look at that on paper and you're like, well. I can handle that. Absolutely. Sure. 20 minutes. But, man, when you, you feel it. Walk out of there. Um, a new study also found that smoking weed before a workout can boost motivation and make it seem more fun. So you got that option as well. No. There's yeah. a guy I follow on TikTok, and he he takes a gummy before he true runs. story. He runs every day. That's his. He uh, he's, he that's he's testing. Yeah. He's like, I took this kind, I took that kind, and I just I enjoy running more when I'm just a little bit. I used to clean the house a lot better. <laughs> I noticed things. Yeah. <laughs> and was willing to take the time. <laughs> All right, let's talk about your glove compartment. I'm trying to think of what I have in my glove compartment right now. I have the service manual or the owner's manual. I think I got like a, a pen and a pad of paper for me to write down insurance information. I couldn't in even case. tell you. I, I, as well. I couldn't even. I have not a clue. I might have some napkins in there. Same as Jeff. I have a razor just in case I missed a spot. A oh, razor. Like well, a facial th- razor. So you ever shave, Jeff, and then like six hours later, you're like, holy bleep, I missed a whole patch. Yeah. But you're not at home. You're at some event. Right. Yeah. So you're like, let me run out to the car. Zip, zip, zip. Gone. Yeah. So are we talking about specifically glove box or like that little area between the two seats where I can put all the yeah, stuff? Yeah, kind of have a double story. space. Yeah. yeah, because that's kind of like the junk drawer for cars. Yeah. Yeah, whatever works. I mean, these are just things that they really highly suggest that you have with you. Because uh, glove compartments are often used to store things like sunglasses, paperwork, and pretty much anything else that's not gloves. Uh, but a mechanic has weighed in on this topic with suggestions on what useful items you should keep in yours. And here they are. Flashlight. Oh, I, I do have not one have one. I have nope. one on my phone. Does that count? Okay, give you a pass on that. That's helpful. Uh, the vehicle's manual, I got that. I got my proof of insurance and registration. That's actually in the manual. The manual comes with a little leather thing that has the... I think I have that, yeah. yeah. Tire pressure gauge. I, nope. have, I do have I don't that. think so, unless I they don't included it with the car. I have tri- my car just tells me. Yeah, I have AAA, and my car tells me as well. Right. But I know, like, something to do with my tires has to have, like, a... Like, I don't know, some sort of wrenchy thing 
because when I get my tires rotated, they're like, oh, we put your whatever oh, the, and the, the wrenchy lock. thing in there. Right. Yeah, so that's in there. Okay. I don't know what it is. Uh, mini first aid kit. I nope. I think I have one in the trunk. That's what Chipotle napkins are for. Just, <laughs> just wrap it tight. Agreed. I do have Band-Aids <laughs> in my first purse, aid kit? so, yeah. so I'm yeah. going to say that I'm going to give myself a check on that. Okay, pen and paper. I have that. Mm-hmm. Um, a multi-tool, more than more than a Swiss Army knife, but this would include like pliers, a screwdriver, and a small knife. I have one. It's not there, <laughs> although that's why I bought it. Or it's just like, I didn't even know what I would do with those things. Yeah. yeah why clue. would I just clutter it with stuff like that when I need to have other things in there? I've like, got, like my... baby wipes. Tissues, dental hand floss sanitizer, sticks. tweezers for if I see yes. a rogue hair on my eyelash or eyebrow. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> now I had I had an old Toyota Cell, an old eighty three white Toyota Cell. Oh, it was not a convertible like yours, uh, but it was super old. It was used, and every now and then, like a fuse would go out, and so there was like a fuse panel on the bottom. Uh-huh. Oh, so you would have fuses in yeah, there? Yeah, so I'd like have to run into Pet Boys if I ran out of fuses, <laughs> but I would keep the fuses in the glove compartment. That's but funny. they say it's good to have backups in case one blows while you're on the road. Uh, I wouldn't can... even know where to look for the fuse box. Same. Uh, well, it's usually to the left of the steering wheel. Correct. When you, when you open the door, it's like. But then you'd have, I wouldn't know how to get that little panel Agreed. off of there. I just wouldn't. That's even... where the multi tool comes I, in. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. where I, just... I found a use for it. Yeah, exactly just... right. I'll just Again, sit there and I wait. Mean, I'm a glutton because I use AAA or my partner or my dad for the majority of these things. Like, Dad, yeah. this light is on. Well, you could always reference, use the reference manual in case you're. Oh, that's what YouTube is for. Uh, a lot of people do, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting how. You know, Gen's, I guess Gen Z, probably the generation that mainstreamed YouTube for learning how to do stuff on the fly. Yeah. I would say. Probably. Like putting together anything. Yeah. I mean, and there's always somebody on there going, This is, do you want to learn the easy way to put together your Stanley Cup? Here's the thing, though, is you got to watch five, and if three of them are doing the same thing, then you go that That's route. That's where you go. Because the other people yeah. don't know what they're doing. They're just trying to get clicks. We That's use how it. I learned to tie a tie. Oh, yeah. And Me we too. use it often for toys. Like, you know how, like, like we got a Chelsea dollhouse or something mm-hmm. for Christmas, and it's the easiest way to put it together versus the instru- actual instructions. Yeah, when Ingrid was little... I mean, her mom's a great cook anyway, so you expect some of that to rub off on her. But Kristen would come back in the kitchen and be like, these cookies are amazing. Or what, what is this casserole that you made? What did you even learn to do that? I didn't teach you that. She said, I learned it on YouTube. There or you she go. was learning how to do fancy videos with YouTube. It's just, it's kind of neat, you know, seeing your kids say, hey, I just learned a new life skill yeah. on my own. Yeah. Took the initiative and figured it out. It is 725 with Jeff and Jen. Weather-wise, mostly cloudy today. We got spared some of the real nasty, freezing, treacherous driving conditions we were warned about yesterday. We could encounter a light snow shower this morning. The big story is the wind, gusty conditions. We've had some sporadic power outages, according to Duke Energy, uh, that they're working on restoring as quickly as possible. We'll see an official high today of 37. Right now, it's 34 at Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, more news that didn't make the news. As well. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
going to be late for... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Burning Man. This is bull****. Now, more of the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. More of the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. That was Hal Sparks, which I thought was... Timely since uh, today, January 10th, is also House Plant Appreciation Day. House Plant Appreciation. I yes. would love more house plants. I mean, I love it when the spring comes and Burns comes to my house and plants all this stuff in the yard. And then I have this covered patio area and we turn it into a jungle. I love the feeling of just sitting in the middle of a lot of plants, especially pot and hemp. Well, those what do he was add talking something. about. Yeah. Of the very famous house plants right yep. there. Hal Sparks on hemp right there. <laughs> uh, think back to 2023. If you had to put the over-under on the number of times that you got a perfect night of sleep, oh, what would God. you say? Please. What would you say? Three. Three? The whole year? <laughs> yes. Wow. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. According to new research, the average American gets a perfect night's sleep. This is the average American. It's a perfect, a so-called perfect night's sleep, 132 times per year. How do you define a perfect night's sleep? Like, for me, it's falling falling asleep. Whenever I fall asleep, a solid eight hours, uninterrupted. Yes. While waking up gently on my own. Yes. Not being, you know, no alarms, no dog or cat jumping on my head. Right. And just, yeah, no, maybe three. Maybe three. <laughs> now... We get a good night's sleep 120 nights a year, but that, for the average American, leaves 113 nights, which are either bad sleep or where you don't get any sleep at all. Mm. Uh, That breaks down like this. 36% perfect sleeps, 33% good sleeps, and 31% bad sleeps. But those bad sleeps can be disruptive. 65% of people say that a bad night's sleep is enough to ruin the whole next day. Wow, yeah. You know, that happened to me yesterday. My daughter woke up at 2.37 a.m. and was crying and was like, Mom, can you come in here? And I'm like, yes. So I go in there, and she had a bad dream that something happened to our dog. And she grew three times the size. Like, the dog got too big for the house, and we had to give her away. Oh, Digby. I know. And that was her bad dream. But by the time I got her settled and tucked her back in and whatever, by the time I got back to my room, it was 3, and I get up at 3.45. You're up. I'm up. So I just got up and came to work, but then... I got here, you know, before five, and then the whole day, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm just exhausted. And the, mm-hmm. and that's your favorite day of the week, Tuesday. Yes, which added even more fuel right. to the fire. I know. Just, I could tell something was up with you. Yeah. You were very Distracted. intense yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, stress and anxiety about health and upcoming tasks are the main reason that people think they're struggling to sleep. People also try things like reading, warm milk, CBD, and melatonin to get some Z's, but only 28% of people say they have a solution that they find is 
actually very effective. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. those yeah. things help a little, but they don't really deliver in the way that they would like it to. Yeah. Richie mentioned, what's your pet's name? Piper. Piper, Piper, Piper. Remember the scene in 101 Dalmatians where the people walking their dogs kind of look and act like them? Yep. You see that in real life, too. All the time, people look like their pets. Two-thirds of pet (laughs) owners think their cat or dog is like a four-legged version of themselves. Yeah. With similar personality traits. Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out which one of my ten I I am most like. I was just thinking about our off-air conversation where Jen posted, it popped up in my Facebook feed, that Jen posted a picture of her Maine Coon cat. It's the sitting, male. Yeah. It's sitting on its hind legs. He sits up. It only he it, sits it's, up. It's erect essentially. Yeah. But and yeah, I'm like, this hilarious. one is going to eat you because his <laughs> eyeballs are looking very threatening. Mm-hmm. He's so cool. Thirty two pounds of love. That guy. Man, yeah. that yeah. might be the one that looks most like you. <laughs> Probably. He is just kind of. He is my spirit animal. The way that he just. He doesn't understand his own size, and he'll just lay down anywhere and knock everything off of wherever he's laying down just by laying down. That's funny. You know, his tail's always in something. (laughs) (laughs) They're so curious. I think that's where I'm like, my cats are like me, is they, I mean, I can't get away with anything without at least three of them having their noses stuck right in the middle of it, wanting to know what I'm doing. That's funny. You know, I bring something new into the house and they're on it. Yeah, I think I'm more like Gracie in that I don't care what you're doing. (laughs) You know, she's just very like, F you, what do you need, what? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just there. They're just so curious. Right. Uh, A third even looked like their pet in ways, like the same hair, eye color, or body type. People with cats were even more likely to agree. 70% of cat owners think they share traits with their pet compared to 63% of dog owners. Yeah, like what qualities do you think you share with Merle? Oh, God, that dog. Uh, (laughs) Always on the go. I love him so much. Yeah, absolutely, 100% on the go. He is on patrol at all times. Moving, 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 doing this, doing that, doing this, doing that. Yep, Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. Yep. The thing that I share with my dog is we think everyone's our friend because she's like that. Like yeah. she walks down the street and she's like, these people love me. Hi. Hi. And I know I'm, no and, stranger. And yeah. I'm like that, too. Yeah, I think uh, Chris is like Nick because they're both loud. <laughs> and, uh, maybe I'm like Snoopy because we're always on the move. Yeah. What's going on? Got to get over there. Mm. Yes. I'm also like my dog as I like to eat a lot. Yeah, I was just going to say, and I'm like both of them. What's in the snack drawer today? Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, I'm hungry. Give me a treat. Give me a treat. <laughs> yeah. Here are the top personality traits we think we have in common with our pets. You both like long walks. Going on hikes. Going on car rides. Yeah. <laughs> spending time at the beach. Mm-hmm. A love of peanut butter. Ooh, oh, yeah. You both hate mornings. Neither of you like a change to your routine. Yeah, Gracie hates it. Uh, You both enjoy treats. Yeah, Gracie was mad at me. Gracie kind of didn't talk to me. She ignored me for two days after bringing her back from mom and dad's. Do you think she wanted to go back to mom and dad's? Or she was mad because you took her there to begin with? Uh, No. Well, she... She was mad at me for a hot minute, but then she was exploring the place and doing the low walk and looking around. I mean, they got a huge place, so there was a lot for her to explore. Yeah. And they also, 
you know, because they're uh, a little older, tend to have the thermostat a little higher. Oh. She loved that. You think it was a lot cozier at that Yes. House. And they just, they loved her, and she was feeling all the love. Mm. Did they give her more attention They were home a lot. Probably home a lot yes. more than you guys. Oh, yeah. At yeah. least one of them is home all the time, pretty much. So she's like, "Hi!" It was great, and then uh, he had to go up because she, she was in Cleveland. He had to go up to meet her, so they were going to be gone for a few days. So, like, you know, you need to get her. Oh yeah, you've been le- you've just left her there. Well, they suggested she just hang out as long as we were okay with it because of all the construction, which was fine with us. But then when he left, he's like, "You're gonna have to pick her up on Thursday." I'm like, "That's no problem." So I pick her up and I take her home, and she hadn't been in the house for two weeks, mm-hmm. so she didn't like the smells and who's been in my house and why do things look different? Everything smells different mm-hmm. and it's cold here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear you, sister. <laughs> I hear you. I know. Uh, So, yeah, there was a couple. And plus, when the workmen are there, she's locked in the bedroom. Mm. Now, that's only from 7.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. The rest of the time she can. But, yeah, there was a couple days there where she was pissed at me. She was just ignoring me. She wasn't coming down to eat. She was just staying on the bed and giving me this side eye and not looking at me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me. Is she better now? Yeah, we're good. Glad you worked it out. I have my ways. <laughs> I broke out the brush. Oh, that house loves the that. brush. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You both enjoy warm naps in the sun. Oh yeah. You have a strong mm-hmm. distaste for new people or animals in your space. <laughs> <laughs> Take a minute or two to warm up. Yeah. I know. That's why people are like, you know, you should get another cat. Good luck with that, Gracie. The poll also looked at the top New Year's resolutions we think our pets would get on board with. Uh, The top ones are more exercise, cutting back on treats, eating healthier in general, and spending more time outdoors. Yeah, that's so hard for me. When it gets cold, we just don't walk merrily. And it gets dark too early, too. I'm not going to walk him in the dark. And that's usually when we do, when we have time, too. Go for walks. So I always feel bad in the winter months because he loves to sniff around the neighborhood. But walks with him are not relaxing experiences. Like, you know, I have in my mind, I'm going to go for a nice, relaxing walk outside. No. No. This dog, he gets the scent of another dog and he does this whiny thing and then he frantically zips. He serpentines as far <laughs> as the leash will take him to the right. And then as far as the leash will take him to the left. And it's very quick with all of this whining and whimpering going on. And he's pulling me as it as it all's going down. I know if other people are watching me, they're like, what is going on with that woman and that little dog? <laughs> why is he? Why? Why are they doing that? Oh, I know. <laughs> My dog's just constantly... Like, I can't walk her because she's constantly just engaged with everything else that's happening. Yeah, a little ADHD kind oh, of yeah. thing. There's happens. no focusing. I'm always like, Piper, come on, Piper, come on. It's like, hard. Stay on task. Stay on task. Because we're trying to get our steps in. Yes, you the, and I. But the dogs are trying to smell things. And you know what? That's right. actually good, good for them. Good for them. Uh-huh. Because when we're at home and we want them to settle down and be quiet, 
they're more likely if to. they have had a day of sniffing stuff, mm-hmm. they're more likely to sit down and be quiet. Mm-hmm. And chill. Like yesterday by eight p.m., it was rough because they hadn't been out all day because it was rained Raining. all day, and they were like itching to do stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, mm-hmm. go find a friend. <sighs> I don't know that this is something I'd want to be known for, but there's a woman who broke a world record for nose whistling. What? This is a deviated septum issue. A mom near Toronto named Lulu Lotus broke the world record for loudest nose whistle. It is at 44.1 decibels, which is around the same loudness of a bird call. You got to hear this. Okay. With her nose? Yes. Oh. Yep. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can it's you imagine weird. sleeping next to her? Uh-uh. I know. It's weird, but wouldn't that be kind of fun? Wouldn't that be a fun party trick to pull out? Oh, my word. No. To, no. to break it. <laughs> She needed special equipment that costs thousands of dollars. Oh, my gosh. So she went to a place that specializes in precision sound recording. And uh, while this happened in 2022, she recently found out that it's beneficial. And Guinness just did did a big write-up. But as you heard, she can do it intentionally and even whistle songs. She's not totally sure how, but she says it has something to do with controlling the muscles in her throat. Wow. Yeah, she realized she could do it when she was seven years old, and she has to have her mouth closed for it to work. But she said it was fun when she was little because she used to prank her teachers with it at school. Like She could produce that noise and be looking right at you, and you wouldn't know it was coming from her. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty fun. Unless you had really sharp hearing. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, her five-year-old son just found out he can do it, too. <laughs> He's inherited it. So she's all about him breaking the record someday. Hmm. That's funny. That is funny. Yeah. What's that like on a date? Wait, guess what I can do? (laughs) Check, please. Yeah. Someone asked people to name foods they cook wrong on purpose because they just like them that way. Okay. Okay. Like what? Well, uh, with Kraft mac and cheese, when you're making it, you know, you make the noodles and then you pour out the water and then you add the butter and then you put the cheese milk sauce and in then, and then yeah. you pour the milk in and make I it creamy. I made that forever. Well, someone said the milk is completely unnecessary. They only add the butter so it's less Bigger. runny. Yeah. I've done that when I've run out of milk. Of course, I haven't had Kraft macaroni and cheese in years. I lived on it for a very long time. So did I. Um, but I would, like, try water, and it just didn't taste as creamy. I mean, it was right. edible, it but it wasn't same. great. Right. Uh, ramen noodles. They drain almost all the water, so it's just the noodles. 
See, I, I like, lived on that for a long time, too. I like the broth, too. though. I you like, like the, the broth? Yeah. yeah. And I, I also like only use, like, half the packet. Because then I, yeah, the packet really is, salty. like, just super salty. <sighs> I can remember making that at 3 a.m. after getting home oh, yeah. from the club, and it just tasted so yeah. good. Yeah. You know what else I like is cracking an egg in it when it's almost finished. So it's, like, boiling like crazy, and you crack an egg, and the egg kind of cooks in there, too. Oh, that is good. Good. Mm. Uh, with mashed potatoes, one person said they only they only mash them a little bit, and another said they actually prefer their mashed potatoes with the skin on. That's what I do. Skin a on. because I'm lazy. <laughs> B I actually like the skin. It doesn't and bother C, me. And C yeah. you can't taste the difference. So why go through all of the broken skin on my knuckles? Mm. Yeah, I never really got on board with potatoes. Like I like French fries. And I'll eat mashed potatoes if it's, like, super whipped, loaded with cream, sour cream, and butter. Yeah. But I just don't like the starchy texture of mashed potatoes. Oh, I do. Uh, if, if given oh, the choice. It just so tastes good. like chalky, just flavorless, super nothing to me. Oh, no. See, if given the choice, I would skip it, too. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love potatoes, but I'm not, like, going to be like, I got to have a baked potato or I have to have mashed potatoes. I would like if you I have potato. to have it with a steak. Yeah, I have got to yeah, have like when a we form went to, of a potato. Uh, Jeff Ruby's for lunch. You right. were yes. like, I gotta have mashed potatoes. But if you take away the the butter and the and the milk and the sour cream or something to to, to make it smoother, though, is it? Do you still it has like to it? Be creamy. I That's mean, what I'm I like saying. It. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't like it lumpy. Like the one potato, I'm not like really you don't want the potato dry, of. do you? No, no. That's my point. Yeah, but the one potato kind of potato I don't like very much is potato salad. I'm not a big yeah. fan of cold, oh. chunky with that egg in there. Right. Oh, That's love, like a I big love that fat. Stuff. Mm. Me too. I mean, never. I like, but what's weird is I like macaroni salad, though. See, that's where you lose me. I don't. No, mean, I'm with you on the macaroni I like salad. That. I like that too. Uh, French fries. Most people like them crispy, but someone said they prefer them undercooked, so they stay floppy and a little raw. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Savage. I n- nothing infuriates me more if I go through the drive-through of my favorite fast food place because I really am craving the fries and they're not fully cooked. Oh, yeah. or if you get cold fries, oh. oh, forget it. All right, we're learning a lot here. This is good. <laughs> <clears throat> um, okay, so something we did in our family that you're not supposed to do. We break the spaghetti in half before putting it into the boiling water. Uh, you're not supposed to because it's harder to twirl the noodles around your fork. But I've never thought it was impossible to do. Mm-hmm. In fact, it actually saves you the hassle of having to get the really big pot out. So I just have always broken the spaghetti in half. That's how my mother did it. And I just picked up that that same technique. Yeah. Now, a lot of people said they like some of their foods overcooked or even burnt. Like toast or eggs, mm-hmm. uh, even popcorn. Some people like to overcook their pasta to make it really soft. Ew, no, I can't do that either. Yeah. Um, broccoli for the same reason. I like my hot dogs on the grill, really charred. I okay. More, I want more black than yes. brown. I'm with you. Burnt hot dogs on the grill. I'm okay. Well, I'll take the burnt one. Or if you're making bacon, they're like, I'm sorry, I kind of burnt the bacon. That's okay. I'll take the, I'll take the burnt ones. Bacon. 
Burning marshmallows for s'mores is another one I've seen people do. Mm-hmm. Oh, they just like make it. them black. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. yeah, they say it's not good for you, like over, you know, over charring those things. Uh-huh. But I like them. Yeah. All right, 751, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We got second date update coming up, brand new. But first, let's check the roads. We've got Denise Johnson. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. is looking for a second date update. He went out with a woman named Christina. We're going to try to help him out. Hi, Darren. Hey, guys. Good morning. Thank you so much for taking my call. Happy to have you. Yep, yep. Good you're here. So tell us about Christina, how you met, how the first date went, and we'll go from there. Well, Christina is great. I think we had a really, really great first date, but just for some context, um, I'm recently divorced. I was married for about 16 years, and my marriage had really not been good for many years. Mm -hmm. And we stayed together, you know, because we had kids, and we just couldn't take it anymore, and eventually that stopped. So anyway, cut to, uh, I went to a party that one of my coworkers arranged, and she had a bunch of single friends, and she gathered all of them and found as many single men as she could, and I was one of them. And, And this is how I met Christina. Uh, I was socializing with a lot of people, but she she was the one that I really, really enjoyed talking with. Cool. That's a high. Do you find that to be kind of a high pressure environment? I mean, because it's it's obvious. It, it was designed to be that kind of a mixer. Yeah, it was designed to be find someone here to date. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely a little bit of pressure because it wasn't like I'm just, you know, sporadically or spontaneously meeting somebody. It was like, hey, like, let's put all the single people in a room and see who sort of gets, you know, magnetized to the next person. Right. Yeah. Were the women flocking to you? I mean, (laughs) were you just having to beat them back with a stick if you were outnumbered? I I felt like I was beating myself with the stick and then just meeting people. (laughs) Okay. You know. I have no, uh, you know, it's it's sixty after sixteen years of marriage, it's, you know, hard to sort of gauge certain things. So anyway, when I was um, talking with Christina, like we were laughing a lot, and I thought there was chemistry there. So, you know, we kept speaking, and uh, you know, after the party, we had talked on the phone, and then eventually we had a dinner together. And like I said earlier, she's really great. I mean, I, she's smart, she's funny, and I really enjoyed the time I spent with her. Um, and I don't really know if I was like missing out on any cues or anything like that. But at the end of the night, I walked to her car. I hugged her good night. I told her I'd call her and she said that would be great, but she has not gotten back to me. And, you know, that brings us to where we are now. Like I've just been ghosted and I don't really know what my next move is. Does that surprise you though? I mean, she couldn't have been the only woman that you had any chemistry with. I'm sure you talked to other women there. No. Yeah. I mean, I definitely talked, I know I talked to a lot of other women there and met a lot of them, even exchanged a few numbers, but none that I really was very interested in. What is it about her that you find attractive aside from, I'm sure she's very beautiful. You know, she's just very different from the relationship I had with my wife. Like my wife was a very, very serious person, was very uh, blunt about a lot of things. And she was just like, yes, yeah, she's beautiful, but she was just silly and 
goofy and like I just like that. I like that she liked having fun and wasn't afraid to make jokes or talk about something silly. So, you know, it was it was sort of that that I felt attracted to. That's great. All right. Well, why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call her up, see what she thought of the date. And if there's any chance of her getting together with Darren again. Great. I mean, she may just be in dating mode where she's exploring other avenues right now. But mm-hmm. We'll find out as Second Date Update continues next. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. This is kind of a neat little idea. Darren met Christina at a co-worker's party that was sort of thrown in part to have a fun party and also to see kind of what happens or see who magnetizes to each other, as Darren put it. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, I've had a, a friend or two try this before. It, it seems to happen with the the group of people who are in their 40s, 50s, even 60s divorced or widowed and it's mostly women who are struggling to find available men so the one woman that's married and happy and wants everybody else to be married and happy gathers up all of her single female friends and then starts hunting for single men to pair them all up with and it results in a party where there's a ton of women and a handful of men and it's a free-for-all well darren magnetized to christina (laughs) she seemingly magnetized back because she agreed to have dinner with him mm-hmm. and they had a fun night then uh that was it he'd just hug goodbye thanks for a great evening call me he did and she never responded so unless there's anything else you want to add before we call darren now's the time uh no that's pretty much it guys i'm again i'm really appreciative of you taking my call and, and helping me contact Christine today and just see what's going on. Happy to do it. Let's give it a shot, see what happens. Hello? Hi, is this Christina? Yes. Hi, Christina. It's, it's Yeah, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you doing this morning? <laughs> Good. How are you guys? Doing great. So I got to tell is you. This for, is this for Best Friends Club? <laughs> Let's see how this goes first. We spoke to another friend of yours. We uh-huh. spoke to Darren, who you met at the party. <laughs> okay. And he would like to see if you'd be open to going out again. Yeah, I've, I, I'm not sure what to say. I mean, I like Darren a lot. He was really nice, very nice, actually. Yeah. Are you seeing um, someone else? Did you meet someone else? No, no, no. I think that he has some work to do, like around his last marriage, oh. before he's going to be ready to date someone. Really? And what did you pick up on? Um, Just that he seems, like, a bit damaged, mm. kind of. Like, I don't, he just has, like, 
a lot of um, like strict ideas about his next relationship that don't really work for me. And it seemed like someone who's just come out of something like really hard, who's not ready to um, like take steps that would generally be normal in a new relationship or a regular, you know, relationship. Just um, he doesn't want to live with a woman again. Mm. He never wants to get married again. And like, that's fine. That's just not what I'm looking for. Um, he mentioned he like doesn't want to combine finances or, you know, like or do really any of the things weird. married people do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of what I'm looking for, which is fine. I mean, I'm sure that there's people who don't want that as well. It's just not for me. You're looking for a partner in life. Yeah. 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 I'm more traditional. Like, you know, he mentioned that he like only wants to go on regular vacations with his friends and whatever. And like, sure. Sounds great. But I'm kind of looking for someone who wants to travel with me, who wants to do like, you know, you know, adventurous stuff, but just a little bit more. Yeah. Partner focused, romantic, you know, stuff. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we should probably let Darren in on that. We got him on the line here, Darren. You still with us? Yeah, still here, guys. Okay, so you got to hear a little of what Christina had to say. Your thoughts? Any reaction to that? You think, she's, uh, yeah. you think there's something to what she's saying? Yeah, I respect Christina's decision. I understand that she probably wants more traditional things out of her relationship. You know, after coming out of my marriage, that's just not something I'm looking at. And I just want to say, like, I do think that there are women who would enjoy that sort of freedom of being able to like you know, you know spend time. i kind of sort of like the ideas that you're throwing out there <laughs> i'm just saying i think it'd be kind of nice to be like we spend time together but we also have our own independent lives and i don't know maybe That's just coming out of like a, a relationship where it's not really what felt. you were laying out though you were more yeah, like I understand. you were pretty defensive about it uh, yeah, like, no, I understand. Like, and I guess like already cramping your style or like you were like, well, kind of like, don't try that. Don't whatever. Like you were saying a lot of like, you know, it felt I was like, oh, wow, okay. like I'm already, you know, doing too much. It was kind of crazy. Huh. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like you're kind of in the path of someone. I mean, you said it right. Like I, I, my, my relationship, my previous marriage has done so much damage to me that I think that I'm sort of now reflecting and uh, I took that out on you in a weird way. So I apologize about that, Christina. Um, I do think, I do think that uh, if that's not for you, that's totally okay. And I, I appreciate you being honest with me now and Jeff and Jen, again, thank you so much for organizing this just so I could sort of get some closure. But, you know, I do think that there is someone out there like that for me. So I guess I'll just have to keep looking. Yeah, well, I, you know I what you want. Find lots of women out there actually that yeah. are, uh, are, Jen are Jordan all about is that. Uh, sort of available too. I <laughs> mean, that's well, yeah, you know, something to consider. Hey, she may be ideal. I might be perfect, given your limitations. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to have that conversation. <laughs> Aren't you sweet? Just uh, hold on to that guy's hold contact on to that information. Number. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. All we right. can talk.
Darren, appreciate you putting yourself out there. Christina, thanks for taking the call and having the conversation with us. Sure. And Darren, I wish you the best for sure. You seem like a great guy. Thank you, Christina. And I, I wish you, you the best as well. Thanks. I think you two would be really happy together. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> appreciate it, guys. Take it easy. So long. Mm-hmm. All right. If you need a little help with a second date update, all you have to do is send us an email, Jeff and Jenna at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. Another round of the 1K letter of the day. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. letters. A. B. C. $1,000. It's the 1K letter of the day on Q102. Hey, Justin. Hey. What's happening? Oh, heading to work. Heading to work. What kind of work you do? Uh, I'm in uh, automotive sales. That's oh, right. That's what that's I said to you. Fritch. He did. You said, I, it's I said Justin. Justin. And I, I feel like we've talked to him before. And I yeah, said, absolutely. is he the guy? Is he the car sales guy? I said he's either that guy or the guy with all the kids. I can't remember. You have a lot of kids, Justin. Oh, gotcha. You got one on the way. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. When's it coming? Uh, April. April. Is this your first? Yes, it is. Oh, do we know what we're having? It's a little girl. So yeah. Oh, how do you feel about that? Some some men freak out about having daughters. Beer with a thousand dollars. <laughs> yes, yeah, it will. It'll cost you. Because no girls are pricey. <laughs> yeah, they are. We have needs. <laughs> For sure. All right, All right, let's try to win you $1,000 then. I'm going to open up this envelope, see what your letter is. You'll have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with said letter. Can't use the same answer more than once. And the key to winning, we think, is to pass as quickly as possible. Let's see what oh. we can do. The only, you know the rule. You know the rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Why I do, what, Why are you waving that in the air? Do you want me to tell him the No, bad news? I'm just, uh, I was curious as to what your reaction would be. I'm holding up the letter that was in the envelope. Yeah. See, because sometimes there's a reaction from. Sometimes, yeah. Crew. I mean, like when it's an S or an R or a T, we get a little this excited. This not bad. This isn't terrible. It's, a, it's in the vowel arena. So, you know, it's the big O, baby. Yes, it's the you, big O. You, big you can, O. You can do it. I feel like you, you'll you do well with O. I oh, actually, okay. I, I think O is pretty good. I'm feeling I, the vibes on this. I don't have a lot of issues oh. with the letter O. <laughs> All right, I so, got it. Okay, so Bridge yeah. put 30 seconds on the clock. Of course, I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. So here we go with the letter O. Name something you do at a bachelorette party. A drink. Orange juice. Something blue. An Oldsmobile. Something you squeeze. Uh, oranges. Something heavy. Pass. Something you plant. Uh, pass. A city. Oregon City. Ice cream flavor. Oh, gosh. Pass. A pet. Octopus. Oh. Something heavy in orangutan. Something you plant. Opium. 
I thought, yeah, I thought it would be oregano. Opium. Ice cream flavor. You could have said Oregon opera City. cream. Opera, oh, oh, I didn't think of opera cream. Or orange yeah. Oreo. Oreo's Oreo. a flavor. Oreo, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um, I thought oh. orange juice uh, and orange works. Oldsmobile was great. Yeah, even though they don't make them anymore. He had a car ready to go. He had a car. They don't make them anymore, but we'll take Oldsmobile. That was my first car. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, happy to have you, Justin. Austin. Yeah. What were you saying, Jen? I said that the Oldsmobile was my first. That was my mom's old car that she gave to me to drive when I turned 16. Oh, was it? The yeah. Old Cutlass yeah. Sierra? Yeah. No, I forget the what Delta that was. 88. Yeah. It Delta was 88. It was this big old white hunk of thing, and it was and it floated, didn't it? it the Olero? Did. Yeah. It floated. <laughs> that yeah. When you, you can turn yes. the steering wheel all the way around in all a circle, and you're still going straight. Yes. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> That's so funny. That steering wheel was so big. Great. Well, good luck with everything, Justin, if we don't talk to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. First baby. That's exciting. That is I exciting. Know. All right. Be here for you. Enjoy your sleep. Enjoy it now. Right. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Jeff and Jen. All right, gang, say hi to our newest Best Friends Club member. This is Emily Pelasco of Sims Township, everybody. Welcome to the show, Emily. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the party. I'm excited to be here. Emily is the Senior Operations Manager, soon to be Director of Operations at a startup company called... Twirlista. Twirlista. Yeah. Tell us what Twirlista does. This is very so niche. We do group dress rentals specifically for sororities. So we have a girl that works for us in sororities all across the country. So I started, I was the first full-time employee back in May of 2022, and we were in five sororities, and now we're in about 140. Group so. dress rentals. Huh. Yep. That's really interesting. For sororities. I, I think about, like, all those Instagrammable moments, you know, Emma and Ingrid, uh, they were in Soror, or Ingrid still is. But, you know, they have those events where it's like, how did they all manage to get the same outfit and everybody fits everybody? Yeah, similar outfit. It, it's, it's a company like Twirlista. Yeah. So we make it affordable for those girls, especially the ones in the South who have events like at least once a month. They're spending so much money on dresses. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. And those dresses are not cheap. Oh, no. No. So we have all of our dresses in Cincinnati here at a warehouse. That's cool. And then they're able to rent instead of having to pay full price for a dress that it. who knows how many. Because yeah. it says here you're also getting into the high school market to do group dress rentals for homecoming and prom. Yeah. That's a little bit of a harder one for us because it's only obviously twice a year. But we're trying to get into it, especially for this upcoming prom season. Right. Well, says your mom was born and raised in Canada and your grandparents mm -hmm. were born and raised in Estonia, and your boyfriend was born and raised in Germany, so you have quite the international yeah. family. That's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. It's an excuse to travel. Now, my cousins, Eddie and Jimmy, their father, who's my uncle, my uncle Tommy, was born in Canada, and I don't think he ever naturalized as a U.S. citizen, 
So Eddie and Jimmy later found out that they qualified for Canadian citizenship, so they are now dual citizens. They're Canadian, and they, they hold both oh. Canadian and U.S. passports. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to anymore. I think they changed some laws. I think I'm now a little too old, too. Mm. Ah. I think once my grandma passed away, I wasn't able to for whatever reason. Hmm also says here you and your boyfriend have visited almost every single brewery in cincinnati i guess that would make sense yeah. since, since he is of yeah, german I heritage like 10 pounds oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that sounds cool though so we have a glass almost for every brewery too we're just trying to figure out how to put it up on the wall what's your favorite brewery that you've uh visited around town for a while my favorite was third eye brewing I would say because I'm in Sims Township, I'm like a big local to March 1st. Right. I love their Astra Seltzers, but all the breweries are really cool and unique, I think. Those Astra Seltzers are really good because they taste like cream soda. Oh, my gosh. I know. They're addictive, and yeah. I don't even want to know how much sugar is in them, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's a part of the reason why they're so good, and they give you like a little bit of a buzz. It's just the yeah. you win all the, the worlds. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, we're happy to have you in the club. If we have any Thank events so where much. we all need to be wearing the same dress, we're going to call you. We're going to reach out to you. Yep, I'm your girl. Yeah, I like maybe it. one of our q two photo shoots. We could just get everybody in staff in a dress. Yep, including Jeff and Tim. Yeah. yeah. And we'll call Trulista we'll and our good it. friend Emily. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'll be your girl. All right, looking forward to it, Emily. Welcome to the club. Thank you so much. Woo-hoo. Emily Pulasco, everybody. Yay. Great to meet you. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.